Today, I'd like us to consider who it was that practiced what he preached. Now we think about, as I often reflect on with you, what it was like to meet the Lord Jesus, what that encounter would have been like. Well, one of the points I want to make this morning is you'd have been meeting someone who was so authentic within himself, so consistent within himself, that he practiced what he preached. So this phrase, to practice what we preach, is a phrase people still use today. Even people who have no knowledge of Christ. They use this phrase not knowing Christ is the one who had coined it. And yet it does come from him. And my point to you this morning is that it most perfectly applies to him. Someone who did practice what he preached. And I want with you to run through some examples of that. To help us think about how true this was of him. So let's start with something very basic. He said... He taught that we must pray. Well, what do we read in the Gospels? We read that he did pray. That it was his pattern to wake early in the morning before the others were awake, to leave the house, to go up the hill, and to pray. The Gospels record also that he went to the synagogue and to the temple to pray. He taught we must pray, and he did pray. He taught... That we must hunger and thirst for righteousness. And he hungered and thirsted for it so much that he came down from heaven to earth. And as he said, to seek out and save that which was lost. I want to give you some examples in particular on the cross. St. Thomas Aquinas says that every single virtue we can see lived out on the cross. So on the cross in particular, we see this meeting up of what Jesus taught and what he practiced. So he taught that we must forgive our brother. And as he hung there on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. He taught that we must be meek and humble. And he was so humble that he was willing to go to the humiliation of death on the cross. He taught, uh, he reaffirmed in his teaching the fourth commandment, that we must honour our father and mother. And even as he hung there in agony on the cross, he looked down from the cross and saw his mother at his feet and expressed his care for her by entrusting her to the care of St. John, saying, Behold your mother. He taught that we must turn the other cheek. And when he was arrested, and the soldier slapped him across the face, that's exactly what he did. He taught also that we must trust our Heavenly Father. He said that if your Heavenly Father cares for the lilies of the field and the birds of the sky, he cares even more for you. And so you must trust him. And the Lord Jesus trusted him even as he was dying on the cross. His last breath, as he hung there on the cross, he cried out, 
Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And he taught, greater love has no one than that he lay down his life for his friends. And he did lay down his life for us, even before we were worthy to be his friends. So in all of this, what was it like to meet the Lord? In all of this, the people that did meet the Lord, how did they sum up that experience of what it was like to see what he did? Well, the Gospels say of what he did, that he said, the crowd said of him, he has done all things well. And what, therefore, of his teaching? What was the effect of his teaching on the people who met him? Well, we might recall that the very first time soldiers were sent to arrest him, they didn't arrest him. They went back to their masters and said simply, no one has ever spoken like this man. In the Lord Jesus, there was this authenticity, this truth, that just everything matched up, what he said, what he did. He practiced what he preached, and he calls on us to do the same, to preach what he preached, to practice what he practiced. The final thoughts of application So the second part of our gospel text today, indicating that what all this means is it is the Lord Jesus who is the ultimate teacher. So this passage, the church in 2,000 years has never taken literally, that we call our earthly teachers at school teacher, we call our earthly fathers father and your religious father father, but none of them merit that title the way the Lord Jesus merits the title teacher. And he merits it not least because of this very point, that he practiced what he preached.